0: Risk appetite, the number one secret to success. Alternate title, quit being a little wuss. Fair warning. Everything I'm about to write and say should be taken with a grain of salt. This is my opinion. Don't go doing crazy stuff because I told you to, but I'm pretty sure I figured out the biggest secret to success today. Ready for it? Those that have the appetite for the most risk typically win in the long term and they win big. The only way I know how to explain this is with a few very short stories, okay? Story number one, my Amazon business plus 50K in credit card debt. Is putting $50,000 on credit cards a proper business decision? Ask any professor or someone who isn't an entrepreneur and they will say a resounding hell no. But ask someone who's been through the fire and come out on the other side you might get a different answer. That's honestly how I started my first Amazon business. I didn't have any money. I was fresh out of college with a horrible, horrible $27,000 per year job. How was I supposed to order inventory for an Amazon business? I had no money. Well, luckily, there's this thing called credit. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but the world runs on it. And I might be a psychopath, but honestly, I thought to myself, who gives a shit if this fails, I'm broke, just like I am now. If it doesn't fail, I get to leave this miserable cubicle. So I literally said, "eff it, and I put it all on credit cards, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Story number two, quitting my job. Want the very honest truth? I didn't quit. I got fired. <laughs> Here's how it went down. I walked into my boss's office. She said, Kale, we need to talk. Not the best word you want to hear from your boss. She showed me a YouTube video that I had made talking about Amazon and told me it was a conflict of interest to be a business consultant and help people sell on Amazon on the side. I guess it probably was. She basically gave me an ultimatum, shut down shut down the YouTube channel or be fired. I said, I kid you not. This is what I said. Should I pack up now or later? <laughs> Maybe I'm a psycho. Maybe I just am not wired like most people. But this was never even a question for me. Now let's get something straight here, okay? Nine University wasn't even a thing at the time. All we had was Amazon. It was profitable, but we still had some credit card debt, right? Because I put 50K on credit cards. By quitting my job, I was literally putting it all out there. It was make it work, make it work better, or literally have no way to pay my debt and go bankrupt. And I gladly took that risk. Without even thinking about it for more than two seconds, It wasn't even an option for me. Now, before I tell any more stories, what do these two stories have in common? Number one, a fuck it attitude. I'm sorry for the language, but there's no other way to describe it. The best entrepreneurs I know all got to that fuck it moment. It's that point in your life where even if you completely bombed, even if this entrepreneurial venture lands you in heavy debt, you still don't give a shit. How could you? Your situation is already so crappy, going bankrupt won't make it any crappier. You'll just have to keep working that same crappy job, the one that you're working right now. Who cares? Honestly, I think this is what really holds people back from greatness. They have too much to lose. Those that have nothing to lose are dangerous. Number two, a supreme confidence in oneself to figure it out. Maybe I sound crazy. Maybe I am. But the reason I wasn't worried about racking up $50,000 in debt or quitting my job way too soon, it's because I knew myself. I knew that literally the only way to stop me is to kill me, bury me six feet in the ground and put a big heavy headstone over it so I can't crawl back out. I'm serious. I truly believe that deep down that I am a beast. And if I push and if push comes to shove, I will make it no matter what. I think all entrepreneurs believe that to some level which is what allows them to make that jump because no mis- make no mistake, it is a jump and your risk tolerance needs to be through the roof. I guess it's summarized as, yes, we see the risks, we just don't care because we know that even in our worst case scenario, we will find a way to twist it to our favor. Last story, someone you respect much more than me, hopefully. Elon Musk after he sold PayPal. I'm sure you all know this story but it bears repeating. Elon sold PayPal his proceeds from the sale were 180 million dollars. Just let that sink in. What if you had 180 million dollars? Well Elon immediately put 100 million of that into SpaceX, 70 million of that into Tesla and 10 million into Solar City, his three companies. He had to borrow money for rent. Holy shit. How many of you would have balls that big? That's some big-ass kahunas on that man right there. Elon never had to work another day in his life. He was set. He had it made, yet he did that. Wow. I would say it's kind of paid off, though. As of 2020, he's the second richest man in the world at $139 billion. My prediction is that he will soon pass Jeff Bezos and also become the world's first trillionaire. You heard it here first. He has massive stock incentives at Tesla, SpaceX and Starlink are going to generate ridiculous profits at massive scale. Starlink alone is predicted to generate like trillions. So I think he's going to be a trillionaire. Anyway, if you haven't already read it yet, I would really encourage you to read Elon's biography. It's on Amazon. It's linked right here. It's one of the best books I've ever read. I read it on my honeymoon and I couldn't put it down. It really shows what I'm talking about here. A relentless appetite for number one risk and success. He had an appetite for both. And then he also had this insane confidence that it takes to persevere no matter what, right? Now you may be reading this and thinking, oh, that's not me. You probably have a decent life. You aren't stuck in a cubicle like I was. You have kids to worry about or bills to pay or whatever. And that's totally fine, I get it 100%. But what I do want to say is that life is very short. You may This may be the dumbest phrase ever in the serious letter right here, but you've got to risk it to get the biscuit. (laughs) That literally sums it all up right there. I promise you right now that every successful entrepreneur you know took crazy risks to make it happen. They may not talk about it openly. They may not always even be monetary risks. Often it's just perception, like what will he or she or my mom think, right? But trust me, they took them. Hell, I've even taken risks that I won't share openly on this letter because you'll think I'm insane. I'm starting to ramble now, but I guess I'll just leave you with this. After teaching thousands of people to become successful entrepreneurs, I've learned one thing. Sometimes you got to get up in someone's business to get them to change. Sometimes it's just the easiest to stay where you're at. An object in motion stays in motion. An object sitting on the couch, well, you get the idea. I've dropped quite a few F-bombs in my day particularly with people I love the most in order to get them to effing do it, whatever it is. From the outside looking in, it's easy to see that they are underperforming, right? They are nowhere near living up to their potential. And sometimes you just need to yell, say the F word, and point it out so it hurts a little bit. The best part is that you can do this with yourself. Stop reading right now if you can't, stop listening to this right now if you can't handle a little language, okay? I'm about to cuss. This is what I personally said to myself to get myself to start my Amazon business. Again, stop reading, stop listening if you you don't like it getting real. This is what I said to myself. I kid you not. Kale, are you just going to keep being a fucking loser your whole life? Cry home to your mommy because basketball didn't work out for you? Quit being a fucking wuss and figure out how to make money. No one gives a shit about you and they aren't going to help you. They are focused on themselves. Deal with it. Contrast that with the wussy version of self-talk that I could have used, okay? I could have said... Kale, things didn't go your way. It will be okay. One day at a time. Just do the best you can at your job and it will take care of itself. How many of you guys are talking to yourself like that? Like a little wuss. Seriously, that's just one example. Which one gets you fired up more? Stop talking to yourself like a little wuss. Stop justifying all your little excuses for being average. Do you really want to be fucking average? Notice how saying a bad word makes it sound even more average and despicable. You are better than this. Way better. Okay. My rant is over. I got fired up. I hope all of that above made sense. Get out there this weekend and do something about it. Oh, and share this with one person who needs it. This should probably have the most shares of any letter I've ever written. See you Monday if you're subscribed. If you're not, I guess I won't see you. So (laughs) thanks for reading. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Bye.